If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Ah. Uh. <laughs> uh. So, uh, was having kind of a slow weekend for once, which is incredible. We never, there's no slow weekends um, in my life ever, but that's the life. That's okay. I'm not a leftist snowflake. It's all right. It's part of being, being on the battlefield, being in the fire is it gets hot once in a while. And uh, it wasn't a slow weekend. Something happened. Some of you may have heard about, many of you have, some of you haven't. But uh, you're owed an ex- you are owed an explanation by me, and I will give it to you. It involves me, my interview with President Trump this weekend. I'll go through everything that happened, the controversy, what I'm doing about it. Um, and I do this with no great pleasure because I'm in a really bad way about it because I feel betrayed by a lot of people. I do. Uh, I'll, I'll explain more in a minute. It'll make sense, I promise you. <clears throat> hey, don't like big tech. Don't let them track what you do online. Get a VPN today. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Um, let's get to it. I've got that. I'm going to talk about that. But there are things going on in the news as well. I get a great analysis by uh, a friend of mine, a good man, Steve Dace, on the current situation with the panic porn in the country and why no one trusts public health officials anymore. He really distills it down to two tweets you'll need to see. And then also Bill Cassidy, the rhino, strikes again. And Obama had a great birthday party while you're going to your uh, grandmother's funeral, God forbid, on a Zoom. So don't worry. <laughs> you know, as John, John Edwards said one time, former Democrat candidate for the vice presidency and the presidency, he said there's two Americas, John Edwards. Uh, he had a different meaning, but he was right. There are two Americas, one for Obama and John Edwards and one for you, the great unwashed us, you know, smellies. Hey, today's show, good sponsor for today. You guys hear me talk every week about how much I love the MyPillow products. They're fantastic. MyPillow is changing the game now with their six-piece towel set. Pick it up today. Support Mike's company. This set is made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent, yet still providing that soft feel you obviously look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, typically retailing for $109.99. For a limited time, you can get this set for the low price of $39.99. That's over 60% savings. Always remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You have nothing to lose. They come in a variety of colors and sizes. They're the best towels we've had in the house in forever. You've heard me talk about MyPillow's amazing pillows and sheets, the slippers, everything they have. Their products are top-notch. They have perfected towels as well. How do you get it? These towels go to MyPillow.com. Click on that radio listener's square and use the promo code DAN at checkout. Or call 800-951-7163. You'll receive this incredible six-piece towel set for just $39.99. That's MyPillow.com. Enter promo code Dan under the radio listener square or call 800-951-7163 and tell them Dan sent you. That's 800-951-7163. All right, Joe, let's go. Joe's faking out a little bit. We had a long, he's, he's, yeah. No, he's not faking it. I don't want to make him sound this. He's excited, but not for the reasons you think. No, I'll leave it. That's not faking it. It's just not the reasons you'd think. Okay. I don't want to say bad. It's really mean. Joe's a good guy. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. This guy's as authentic as it gets. So again, I was having kind of a slow day off. I only get one day off. Really. It's kind of like Saturday night after the show into Sunday afternoon. So it's kind of like three quarters of a day. And I'm sitting around and I start getting bombarded with emails from, you know, my emails out there in the public domain. I've never changed it because I enjoy your feedback on the show. And seriously, the emails started coming in fast and furious. And I'm sitting there and my daughter uh, isn't feeling great. And, uh, you know, a lot of stuff was going on, but that's okay. I start reading these emails and uh, I just go through some of them calling me a traitor, sellout, uh, questioning my patriotism. And I'm like, hmm. 
what the hell happened? Did I miss something over the weekend? Become the new Benedict Arnold of the Republican Party. That's a shocker. I genuinely didn't know what was going on. So I found out a couple of minutes later, I had to do some research on what happened. And Liz Harrington, who's President Trump's spokesperson, had decided to send out a tweet, which is fine, going after Fox News for an edit that was made to my show. Now, the edit, to be clear, so, so we all have the facts here. The edit was not made to the show. The show that aired with the interview of Donald Trump this weekend, my Fox show, Unfiltered, the show that aired, aired on Fox News, it was not edited at all. I mean, just the standard where they put in commercials and stuff. There was no edits to the show at all. Unfiltered. That interview with President Trump, yeah, it was unfiltered. Like, it's exactly how it happened. You have my word. And the full interview with President Trump is on Fox News' website, foxnews.com. The full interview. There's no edits to it, again, other than elements being put in. Those aren't really edits. They're just more production elements. So what happened? Well, as the interview was placed on the Fox News YouTube account, there was an edit. I'll show you what I mean so you have an idea. Because some of you may not have heard this, but folks, listen, my credibility with you is all that matters to me. Everything else is all nonsense. I've said to you from the beginning, I don't need these jobs. I have these jobs because I want them, and I meant it. So here's what aired on the show, and this is the actual interview of President Trump. It's just a small clip, and uh, yeah, check it out for yourself. It's a disgrace what's happening, and I don't think the country's going to stand for it much longer. They're, they're disgusted. You have a fake election. You have an election with a voter abuse and, and with uh, voter fraud like nobody's ever seen before. And based on that and based on what happened, uh, they're destroying our country, whether it's at the border, whether it's on crime. I could say in plenty of instances, including military, you look at the leaders of military, the woke, the woke leaders of military. We have to focus on our great military for what it's supposed to be to protect us against very powerful countries like Russia and China and others who don't exactly love us. Okay, so that's what aired on Fox and is on the website right now. That's the full full question, answer. And by the way, to the people, the conspiracy theorist people out there, Dan, after Trump said something about the election, um, you, you went to a commercial. Folks, <laughs> if you don't believe I'm your ally in this movement and you think I went to a commercial... Because of his answer, this isn't for you, and that's okay. That is absolutely not true. I believe me, I'm going to correct what happened in a minute. But that is not what happened. The that is what happened. We went through, that was planned no matter what he said. It didn't matter what he said. That commercial was already baked in the cake. That's why I asked him at the end, Would you? because I didn't know if he was going to stay. They had given us about 10 minutes. We had gone about eight. We had to take a commercial. Please. I mean, if, if you, if, if. Again, 90% of my audience, I love you to death that you're actually willing to hear me out. To the 10% have already jumped to the conclusion that I am somehow a traitor to the movement now. Despite what I'm going to do and talk about. That hurts. That's extremely disappointing. I don't have a thick skin with stuff like that. I, I don't. The death threats and the other stuff from the left, yeah, I'm used to it. You know, right over the head. But to people who question your character and your integrity without even allowing you a response and already have assumed that I somehow went to a commercial after his full answer because we wanted to what? Cut him off after I asked him to stay? I'm, I can't help you. There is no one who will meet your obviously high moral standards that you've set. You're just making that up. The edit, however, to those of you who were upset, you're right to be upset. You're not making up. That did happen. Here's what went on the Fox News, uh, news account. And if you'll notice about seven to ten seconds in, the fake election part is taken out. Check this out. It's a disgrace what's happening. And I don't think the country's going to stand for it much longer. They're, they're disgusted. They're destroying our country, whether it's at the border, whether it's on crime. I could say in plenty of instances, including military, you look at the leaders of military, the woke, 
the woke leaders of military. We have to focus on our great military for what it's supposed to be, to protect us against very powerful countries like Russia and China and others who don't exactly love us. Now, a couple of things I want to be crystal clear about, because you are owed an explanation. Owed it. You've spent time with me. I spent time with you. And I'm honored to have you here. And my integrity matters more than anything. Number one, airing that initial clip on YouTube. I'm sure that our account, because YouTube are full of, it's a communist company, full of communists who don't deem anything Donald Trump says, even though he was a former president, worthy of entertaining at all. If they bring up the election, keep in mind, if Hillary Clinton goes on YouTube tomorrow and says the election was stolen from her by Vladimir Putin, YouTube will do nothing because they're communists. They're communists with no principles. YouTube will probably ban our account or take the show down today. Not probably, they will. Having said that, I don't care because my principles matter. You understand? I know you do. That's why I put my money where my mouth is as well and invested in alternatives for you, notably Rumble. It wasn't because I just had nothing to do with my time. It was because I believe in this fight. So what happened? You just said that the edit happened. Oh, it did. That's what aired on the YouTube account. That's from the YouTube account. Liz Harrington wasn't wrong. But there was a tweet in there where she somehow implied that I had some role in this. Now, I did not. I was not aware of this edit. But let me be, again, as transparent and open because you wrote it. That does not mean I'm not responsible. Does everybody get that? Mm-hmm. I am responsible. Whether I did it or not, or even knew about it, which I didn't, I want to be absolutely clear with you on that, is irrelevant to the responsibility. It's my show. It's the show is literally called Unfiltered with Dan Bongino. It's not called Filtered with Dan It's called Unfiltered. It's my show. Folks, I don't watch the YouTube or the Fox show. I don't watch YouTube pretty much at all. But that's not an excuse. That's just a fact. It's an inconvenient one for me, not for you, but for me, I should have. I should have checked it. I didn't. I was only made aware of it after Liz's tweet. That was my only objection to Liz as well. It's not that she brought this out. She should have. She absolutely should have. That was not right. And I applaud her for doing it. But the implication that I was somehow, you know, I did it, or was involved in filtering it is not accurate. That doesn't make me not responsible for it. It's my show. We live in an era where everybody wants to duck. That guy did it. That guy, I'm a victim. I'm nobody's victim. I'm nobody's victim. No one. It's my show, and I should have checked it. And I didn't. I didn't. Now, I made this clear in my Facebook post this weekend after I had learned out. This is yesterday after I had learned about it, excuse me. You can see it's from my Facebook page yesterday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. This is where I had finally grasped what was I didn't it took me a while to figure out what happened. I wanted to make sure I had the story. I thought that was a responsible thing to do. That it wasn't a mistake. I mean, not that I really would have believed it anyway, but I just wanted to make sure I had the facts. I owe you that. You know, the Bongino 48 hour rule applies to me too. In this case, it was kind of urgent, so I had to compress it into like three hours. But once I found out what happened, I put this up on Facebook, so I'm going to read to you now. It says, important. I was not made aware of any edits made to my interview with President Trump on the Fox News Channel YouTube account. However, it's my show, and I'm responsible for what happens with it. I'm looking into it. I'll provide a full account of what happened on my podcast tomorrow, which is obviously today. I owe it to you. I've been a staunch ally to President Trump from the beginning, even when others sold him out. And I have the receipts to back it up. That is all true. Well, it didn't stop others, like notably Todd Starnes on Twitter and my supposed friends out there, from again, jumping to a conclusion without even waiting to hear an explanation, anything, what I'm going to do about it. You know, Todd Starnes just jumped right in on Twitter. Dan Bongino says he's not responsible for the edits Fox uh, uh, <laughs> made to his President Trump YouTube interview. I, I did? Can Todd read? Can Todd read what I just wrote? Can we flip back to that in the Facebook? Dan Bongino says he's not responsible. Dan Bongino, quote, however, it's my show, and I'm responsible for what happens with it. Again, with friends like these, you know, who needs enemies? 
So yeah, I've been called everything this weekend. Sellout, traitor, patriot with a P-A-Y, which is uh, unbelievable. And I mistakenly thought with many, not all, I mean, again, 90% of my audience who are very, the people who are my regular listeners, I know, I see your emails because you email me a lot. You know, Ben and others demanded an explanation, which I'm glad you did. You deserve it. But when I told them, I'm figuring it out now and I'll talk about it on the show tomorrow. I'm not ducking this at all. It's my responsibility. They said, hey, thanks for handling it. We'll listen tomorrow, which I mistakenly thought, you know, one out of 10 people who decided to throw me under the bus immediately, I thought they'd wait to hear me. Apparently not. Conclusions were drawn instantly despite a limited set of what, you know, information, a data set on what actually happened. So regardless of all that, here's what I know and here's what's going to happen. So it was edited. The reason I was given was to comply with YouTube rules. We have no intention of doing that. On my show, we will post the interview as it is. And YouTube, if they want to be communists, YouTube can do what communists do. I don't control the Fox News YouTube account. However, I do work with them, and it's my show. Second, it aired on Fox fully and is up on the Fox website in full. Not an excuse, just a fact. Not an excuse for anything. It was edited on YouTube. Fact, also. Third, most important. It's not acceptable at all. I want to make that clear, and I want to say it again. I actually have this underlined and in all caps. This is not acceptable. Not acceptable. Meaning, I won't accept it. And I promise you a definitive resolution that I'm working on now. What it is, we'll have to find out. But I promise you a definitive resolution that if you think I'm going to just forget about it and pretend oh, it'll blow over, you clearly haven't listened to my show through the years. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable to me. It should never be acceptable to you. And I deeply appreciate the people who took a moment to say, all right, we'll hear you out. That matters. Because one day, you know, it may be your head on the chopping block. And it'd be nice to know before the axe falls that you at least got to say your piece. My credibility and my integrity matter to you, to you, and it matters to me. It's all that matters. I'm only here because I want to be. I said that. It's not acceptable. I promise you a resolution, and I will air it what it is this week. All right? I hope that... Uh, for now, at least, puts to bed the conspiracy theories about, you know, cutting to commercials and stuff. For that it had nothing to do with anything. It was an edit. It was an edit for the wrong reasons. And it's not acceptable. And I will not accept it. Can't say that enough. All right. Let me um, take a break. Go to a sponsor. And I want to get back because there's a lot of stuff that happened this week, too. And I want to leave you without information because of something that happened with me. Hey, today's show brought to you as well by Patriot Mobile. Not so long ago, companies solely existed to provide products and services. Remember those, the halcyon days, selling stuff to people without politics. Crazy, huh? Customers spent money and got a product or service. Not hard, right? Well, everything seems to have changed overnight. Companies now become vessels for anti-American and anti-family propaganda. There aren't a lot of companies that had the courage to stand up for America, for Christian values, and our Constitution. Except Patriot Mobile. They were one of the first. They have the broadest nationwide uh, mobile phone coverage. It uses the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great mobile ser phone service. Plus, they have plans to fit any budget. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team has the highest rating amongst wireless carriers. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, the Constitution, the sanctity of life, veterans, and first responders. How do you get a Patriot Mobile deal? Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan today, or you can call 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation with the offer code DAN, D-A-N, my first name. They also have special discounts for veterans and first responders. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares traditional family values. Patriotmobile.com slash Dan. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan, or call 972-PATRIOT today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Been a long night, folks. So uh, Steve Dace is a friend of mine, good man. 
and has been all over. He wrote a best-selling book about Dr. Fauci, Fauci and Bargain, which blew up the charts, was number one for a long time. And Steve has been using his social media account to really call, you know, call a demand truth from power when it comes to coronavirus. And he had a long Twitter thread. I'm just going to put two of them up because he says, listen, there are really these two reasons right now we are where we are with coronavirus. The dearth of public trust, the, the lack of acceptance on behalf of the public of what political leaders are saying anymore. There are two reasons why we're there and why we're seeing this backlash. And it's probably one of the best summations I've seen because it's simple and to the point. Occam's razor, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Here's number one. He says uh, on Twitter, on his account, one, almost all trust has been lost in public health officials, particularly the figurehead Fauci, except among one particular political group most prone to rely on governments for guidance. He's talking, obviously, about the Democrats. Now. The important takeaway, which I'm going to get to again in a second, but hold on to that in your head. From number one takeaway, why we are where we are, this dearth of public trust, just the, the, the constant stream now of disinformation and all this nonsense going on with coronavirus. He says the number one reason, public officials have really abandoned us at this point. It's all about politics and Democrats' allegiance to government no matter what. Good point. More on that in a second. Here's the second part he brings up. Another really good kind of sage analysis of what's going on. He says, we still don't even agree on what our metric for success is here. Is it cases, severity of infections leading to hospitals or death? This is a great point. So number one, public health officials have consistently misguided us. We understand that. Number two, what is the metric for success? This is the problem with mission creep in overseas combat. When we have troops staged in Afghanistan forever, and in Iraq forever. Well, what's the metric for success? It's a fair question to ask, right? Goes back to Fox Connor's rules of war, you know, never go to war alone, never go to war unless you absolutely have to, and never go to war unless it's an absolute last resort. Fox Connor's three rules of war, right? When we violate those rules, we find ourselves in these overseas adventures and there's no way to get out because there's no metric. What's the metric? Well, uh, holding an election. And then an election gets held and they're like, holding 10 elections and then a democratically elected government a hundred years ago. And we find ourselves staged in these foreign countries forever. Folks, that mission creep is the same thing going on right now with coronavirus, obviously in a far different space, a virus versus a, 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 an ongoing war. What's the metric here? Are we going to mask the kids faces and violate the constitution for 10 or 20 years until we get to zero COVID? Is that your goal? Because that goal is not possible. Is the goal to decrease deaths? Yeah, of course that's the goal. Okay, well, to what point? Well, we can't have that, Dan. We can't have an acceptable level of death. So you want to get to zero COVID. But notice, you don't say that about plane crashes. We don't ban planes because people die in plane crashes, right? Uh, uh, is anything I'm saying inaccurate? We don't ban bacon because saturated fat may cause heart issues, right? We don't ban smoking, even though we know smoking causes lung problems and help. We know that. So just to be clear, we live in a world where death is a reality. We all have an expiration date. Thankfully, most of us don't know what it is. That's a good thing. We live in that world. And yet with coronavirus, that world we live in is thrown out the window. In other words, we're going to do this. If this happens, but they never tell you what the this happens is. What is the this? Again, is it zero COVID deaths? Is it cases? Yes, it's cases. We got to get cases under control. Well, okay. What does under control mean? What does that mean? What's the metric for success where we can just live life with all its risks? What's the metric? Thousand cases, 100,000, 5,000, 2,000. What's the metric and why? It's an absolutely great point by Steve Dace. Nobody trusts public health officials. That's why we are where we are right now with coronavirus, with this mass chaos. And secondly, no one is ever clear what the metric is. And then when the metric is reached, they ignore it and they go to a different metric, which makes it, which makes it no metric at all. 15 days to slow the spread. That was Jim's my days to close, uh, to uh, stop the spread counter. Jim, for the radio show, get that number. Is it 510 right now? 
I think it's 510 days to stop the spread or whatever. Five to, to flatten the curve. Sorry, flatten the curve. I, even I'm forgetting what the metric is. Stop the spread, flatten the curve. Who? I don't even know. Flatten the spread, curve the spread, curve the mattress, mattress curve. I don't even know what it is. Stop this mattress, the hospital mattress use. and Nobody knows what it even is anymore. Obviously, two-pager today. Going back to Steve's first point, we just discussed the metric portion about how nobody trusts public health officials anymore. The answer is, well, why? Well, because public health officials keep saying things that just simply don't make any sense with no accounting whatsoever for the externalities their decisions generate. In other words, things external. We need vaccine mandates and mask mandates. Okay, well, what are the externalities that generates? To use an unnecessarily complex economics term. In other words... You impose a vaccine mandate and a mask mandate, and then what? People are forced to get a vaccine. Okay, and then what? Well, some of these people may have natural immunity. Okay, and then what? And some of these people may have a negative reaction to a vaccine that they've had in the past and shouldn't get it. And then what? Okay, then they may be hurt if they do that against their doctor's advice. But nobody does the then what? This is why people are ignoring these people. Here is public, I mean, exhibit number one in the public trial against these public health officials about why faith in these people has been completely lost. This guy is turning into a failure worse than Fauci. Everybody, I got a couple emails. Oh, he's a nice guy. I, I get it. He, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Fine. I don't want to date the guy, either do you, and he's a public official. This is Francis Collins. If he wants to not be criticized, go be a doctor in the private sector. He's a public official. Here's Francis Collins on whatever, ABC. Is it ABC? I don't even know. But he's on there talking about vaccine mandates and mask mandates as if, like, we don't have a constitution. The government has the right to try and change the metric and force you to do things because they won't even give you a metric. And he has no consideration whatsoever about the effect on individual liberty and freedom. Matter of fact, he just ignores it. Check this out. You clearly believe that vaccine mandates could make a difference. <laughs> I do believe they can make a difference. I understand how that can sometimes uh, set off all kinds of resistance. But isn't that a shame, George? I mean, how do we get here? Why is it that a mandate about vaccine or about wearing a mask suddenly becomes a statement of your political party? We never should have let that happen. And come on, America, we, we can separate these, can't we? We're incredibly polarized about politics. We don't really need to be polarized about a virus that's killing people. We ought to be doing everything we can to save lives. And that means get the vaccine. And that means wear the mask. Ask when you're indoors in a crowded space. And if you're unvaccinated, wear it all the time. I, I, one, he laughs at you in the beginning. Again, you're not worthy of this guy's intellect. You see the arrogance in the beginning? Of course, the media tease him up. Francis Collins, tell us why we're all idiots, not worthy of your time. By the way, thanks, Producer Jim. It's 511 days now to flatten the curve, stop the curve, stop the spread, spread the curve, whatever it may be. Thank you, 500. Official, uh, stop the spread, flatten the curve counter. But you notice the condescending tone? Come on, America. Come on, you smellies. You dopey Walmart smellies. Come on. <laughs> you morons. You should just take her out of word that you should be, not wear a mask, you should be forced to wear a mask. The guy is the NIH director. I have no problem if he believes masks are effective. I don't. I believe they may be mildly effective if an infected person sneezing with droplets wears one and doesn't pull it down to sneeze like I see everyone do. But as for you getting it, the effects are obviously minimal on a mask. I, but I still, if he believes it and can produce some science, I have no problem with him saying, hey, I wear one. If you want to wear one, go right ahead. I'm not anti-mask. I'm pro-freedom. And I have the freedom to decide if that works for me, weighing it against the risks of wearing a mask all day. Germs in it, carbon dioxide coming back in through the respiration process. I have the right as a free person to make that decision myself. He doesn't understand that. He just wants mandates and vaccine mandates and more because he thinks you're too stupid to figure it out. Oh, it's a freedom argument. No, no, it is a freedom argument. It is a freedom argument. These people are being paid by your tax dollars to quite literally laugh at you. <laughs> Francis Collins. 
And you wonder why nobody trusts these people anymore. Here's another reason why faith in public officials is totally lost. The condescending nature of it right there you saw with Francis Collins, who does this all the time. All the time, the laughing, the mocking at people. Come on, people, you dumb rubes. Here's another reason. There's absolutely no accounting whatsoever in Collins' explanation there of natural immunity and no explanation as to why masks aren't working. He doesn't understand that sane Americans who are rational, reasonable people who use logic are like, let me get this straight. My my kid has been instructed to wear a mask for now what's going on almost two years and potentially into the next school year as well. And yet we're having the same debate we had 511 days ago about flattening curves and stopping the spread. If the masks work, why aren't the masks working? They never address that. They never address that. They just expect to give the same advice over and over again and you to take it. And then they wonder why nobody trusts their advice. They keep saying this. Imagine taking an, an, an aspirin or a pain relieving product, acetaminophen, ibuprofen, whatever it may be. For a headache, my wife gets headaches. That's why I bring this up. She had one yesterday. It was really bad. Obviously, with everything going on, it didn't help. But that's her job, right? Her job is to get headaches when, when it reminds me I got to fix problems because I don't like to see her in pain. But imagine someone giving you a pain reliever that does nothing to relieve pain and then suggesting tomorrow, no, take it again. Yeah, but it didn't work. Just take it again and shut your mouth. It's not a freedom thing. Just shut up, losers. You smellies. You, you dumb hayseeds. Just take the pain reliever. Imagine day seven. Imagine day, matter of fact, 511 of being told to take a product that has done nothing, nothing to decrease your pain. And then blaming you, right? It's deep breaks. That's a good point. And then Francis Collins coming out going, Polly, you dumb hayseed. I know you have a headache 511 days. Just take the pill and shut your pie hole. This is how they talk to us. No accounting for natural immunity with vaccine mandates at all. No addressing it. No, no, just take it. Does it work? Does it work for people with natural immunity? Is it worth the... I may have... No accounting at all for that. I'm going to get to this in a second. I'm going to get to my third sponsor. But again, why we have no faith in public officials anymore, like Steve Day said, which he's right about. The blatant hypocrisy. As if we don't know it. I think you know where I'm going with this one. Don't miss this segment. On just the ridiculous ridiculous Obama situation in Martha's Vineyard. This isn't even about Obama. It is, but it isn't. It's more about Fauci, Collins, and others. The blatant hypocrisy. Oh, gosh. Uh, folks, listen, I do a lot of conference calls all day, and I do listen to tunes once in a while to relax. Sometimes I listen to some meditations, too, to kind of chill. And uh, I do it using my Raycon earbuds. They were sponsored for a while now. I really appreciate the company. They do a good job. These are my actual Raycon earbuds. You can see them right there. Nice, small, and sleek. They fit right in my ear. Listen, when the world get, gets too loud, something I like to do is just to kind of hang out, chill out, create my own soundtrack to life by popping in my Raycon uh, wireless earbuds. They're terrific. I love them. They're really they have a great price, too. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before a workout, or sometimes just to stay calm with a guided meditation, or sometimes you spend hours on conference calls. And you know what? The speakerphone, my phone dies. I got to get a new phone every six months because I talk on speaker. So sometimes I use my Raycon buds if I know I'll be on the phone for a long time. I really like them. They're great in the gym, too. They stay in my ears. The other one doesn't with those nasty stems. Let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort. And unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life. You can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really, really long time. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands. You're, You're overpaying for other earbuds, I can assure you but they sound just as good. I, my opinion, they sound better. Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Give them a try, you'll see what I mean. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, my listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon, that's R-A-Y-C-O-N, buyraycon.com slash Bongino. That's buyraycon.com slash Bongino. Save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash Bongino. Check them out. Really great earbuds. Cool looking stuff, too. All right, back to the show. So I told you that blatant hypocrisy really irks, irks people, too. How public health officials are so eager to criticize Republican governors, Republican states, people who actually support freedom in decision-making and being able to review the science for themselves. Therefore, they don't support government mandates. The hypocrisy is stunning. 
We see it right here. Here's the New York Post article being the newsletter by Jess O'Neill. So in case you haven't heard, Barack Obama this weekend in Martha's Vineyard, he had a big party. And the DJ from the party posted some stealth pics of the epic birthday party. The story will be in my newsletter if you want to check it out. Before being forced to delete them. Well, why were they forced to delete them? Barack Obama should be proud of his party, right? What was he, 70 years old or something like that? So Obama had a party in Martha's Vineyard. Now, listen, let me be clear because unlike the left, I have principles that are divorced from politics. My principles, in other words, don't change whether the politics does. My principles invade politics, my politics, because I have principles about politics. But they don't change because of politics. We, everybody understand? But I want to be absolutely crystal clear here. As clear as scotch tape. I have no problem with Barack Obama's party on Martha's Vineyard. And I don't care if he's a Democrat or liberal, a communist, whatever he is. What I have a problem with is Barack Obama doing it while supporting a president, telling everyone else to do the opposite. But I think it's a mistake to focus on the party and not focus on the hypocrisy. I want people to live their lives, even these crazy Democrats. We have to get back to normal. And if we focus on he shouldn't have had the party, no, he should have. He's just a hypocrite and a fraud then it feeds into the hysteria that none of us should go back to normal. And then it has Democrats pointing out Republicans, Republicans pointing out Democrats for doing, we should go back to live our lives. But this segment is about why faith in public officials is lost. Because Obama is still a public official. He's still paid by the taxpayers, a former president. You know that, everybody knows that. He may not be an elected office holder, but he's still a de facto public official. He doesn't believe what his buddies are telling you to do. He had a party. No masks, nothing. Good. Good. He should have a party where people should be free to wear masks or not. It's called living your life. But he's a fraud and a phony. And so were the people at his party. We'll get to John Legend in a minute. But here's the disgraceful, disgusting New York Times a filthy rag of a newspaper, not even worthy of being called like a tabloid blog. Here is a reporter from the New York Times on, I believe, CNN saying, don't worry. It's Obama's party, but it's OK. He can do what he wants because the crowd is sophisticated and vaccinated on again. Un unlike you smellies, you dumb rednecks, all of you, which, by the way, I include myself with. Us deplorable smellies from Walmart. We don't, we're not sophisticated and urbane like Obama's crowd. She actually said this on the air. Check this out. Um, other people said, you know, this is really being overblown. They're following all the safety precautions. People are going to sporting events that are bigger than this. This is going to be safe. This is a sophisticated vaccinated crowd. And, and this is just about optics. It's not about safety. The crazy part is the first thing she says isn't wrong. We should be going to sporting events, making those decisions ourselves and living our lives free of heavy handed government restrictions. I have nothing, no problem with that at all. But then she goes on again to insist that the anointed ones, Obama and his crowd, we don't have to worry. Not because none of us. What she should have said is, folks, listen, the Delta variant is serious. Coronavirus is serious. At risk people should take care of themselves. It has shown to be a little more infectious. We don't know if it's more fatal yet than the Alpha variant. But we should live our lives. Obama should live his, live his life, take sensible precautions. But ultimately, we're going to have to live with this. But notice that's not what she says. That would be the normal, sane person thing to say. What I'm saying right now. Instead, because the New York Times hates you, she has to take a shot at you by elevating and inflating Obama, kind of implying that you're not sophisticated and you're a bunch of losers. The blatant hypocrisy doesn't stop there. New York Times, Obama. Here's the bronze medal winner. It's tough to say that, Joe. I've been so used to calling him the silver. The bronze medal winner <laughs> in the dopey media talking head Olympics. By the way, Brianna Keeler, guys, just for edit purposes, Brianna Keeler from CNN is making a strong play on the bronze. Strong. Todd may find himself out of the medal running altogether. Oh, yeah. Just I know you like to edit stuff. In the, really, Brianna Keeler's making a move. She's number four, but she may find herself on the metal stand, too. I'll show you that in a minute. Joe, Joe's like, yeah, because he got to cut the audio in advance. 
Chuck Todd, solid bronze for now in the dopey media talking head Olympics. Here's Chuck Todd and this failure of a human being, Dr. Fauci, criticizing the bike rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. The bike rally, while again, ignoring Obama's party completely as if it never even happened. Look at these two frauds. Check this out. What do you expect this rally to do to that part of the country? Well, I'm very concerned, Chuck, that we're going to see another surge related to that rally. I mean, to me, it, it's 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 understandable that people want to do the kinds of things they want to do. They want their freedom to do that. But there comes a time when you're dealing with a public health crisis that could involve you, your family and everyone else, that something supersedes that need to do exactly what you want to do. I mean, you're going to ultimately be able to do that in the future, but let's get this pandemic under control before we start acting like nothing is going on. I mean, something bad is going on. I mean, we've got to realize that. <laughs> These people are so... Here are my blue blocks glasses. Imagine these blue blocks glasses were like truth blocks glasses instead, right? Like, this. I mean, are these people serious? Obama just had all of these people at his house. Fauci goes, you and your family need to me to like wake up. Again, I, I'm using this word too much, but it matters here in context. Obama literally had him and his family around 500 plus people in this indoor, you know, enclosed kind of space, an outdoor-indoor event where they had a tent. And Fauci doesn't care at all. He's like, oh, you uh, you dopey slob bikers out there in Sturgis, you morons. Keep in mind, Sturgis is largely an outdoor event. Yeah, people go in and out of bars and stuff like that and, and outlets in South Dakota and hang out and have a good time. But it's largely an outdoor event, a bike rally. He doesn't care about any of that. And Chuck Todd is, again, trying. he's worried about Brianna Keeler's training hard. Training hard. Can we get a training photo for tomorrow? She's training really hard. There's no medal yet. but she's And he's worried. So he's like, I got to make a move and bring up Sturgis and then pretend Obama's party didn't happen. <laughs> he's no dignity at all. Here, you doubt me? <laughs> this is hilarious. Here's one of the celebrities who was at the event. This clown, John Legend. A ironically named John Legend. He should be John not Legend. I mean, what a loser. He just tweeted this thing out a few days ago on August 2nd. Before he went, he went to Obama's party. He he was there. There's pictures. John Legend, John not so Legend. He says, quote, being unvaccinated and or unmasked at a large indoor gathering is like literally begging to get COVID. Please don't do that to yourself, your family, or your neighbors. <laughs> People, these people are unbelievable. He goes to Obama's event with the tent. <laughs> I got high. <laughs> One more time, Joe. I got high. I guess you must have. <laughs> something. <laughs> is that something must have happened here? I mean, this is unreal. Hold on. Don't edit this out. I, I, <laughs> I can't take it. How these people have yet, right? They have yet to figure out why public trust is totally evaporated in entertainment. People say, oh, we never trusted entertainment. No, no, people did. Decades ago, people, Joe, right? People looked up to like Clint Eastwood and John Wayne. Not yeah. that you took life advice from them, right. but you were like, wow, that was a cool guy. The Duke, whatever, right? People looked up to, you know, Eastwood and you know, even like in Armada, people like look, they like they like Denzel, like Denzel will come yes, out and say whatever yes. he thinks, right? But then you wonder why 99% of Hollywood celebrities, people laugh at them like, what losers? They laugh at Fauci. They laugh at Chuck Todd and Obama because you're just phonies. And you're obvious, it's not like you're hiding it. You're obvious phonies. And people are just tired of it. Here, there's a third point. And uh, you know, Guy brought up another good point too. He's like, you know, it's interesting Like they're criticizing Sturgis. But remember the George Floyd rallies? Those must have been the sophisticated people. They they're were the cool. sophisticated yeah. crowd. I mean, the Floyd, nobody said anything about the George Floyd rallies at all. Nope. And, and the riots, by the way. Nobody said a damn thing. They just went ahead and did it. And Fauci defended it, of course. 
All right, so I got a lot more to get to, and I only got a few more minutes. Let me get to my last sponsor. I'm going to get to this last part, this disregard for science, because Scott Gottlieb is another guy who just, again, can't stop the hysteria campaign. It's just nonstop, and I don't get it. Now we should be in N95 masks for kids. I got an idea. How about World War II gas masks for even better? Change the filter every few days. <sighs> Folks, it's getting crazy out there. More and more of you are choosing to exercise your Second Amendment right, pick up a firearm. But don't do it without picking up a quality holster first. I recommend my friends at We The People Holsters. These are American-made. These guys are more than just holsters. They're a destination for patriotic Americans. This is literally my We The People holster for my Glock 43. You can see it's custom-molded to the exact firearm. It's not some rinky-dink, one-size-fits-all. This is a custom-molded, well-made, adjustable-clip holster from We The People Holsters. It's a great company. Took them on a long time ago. They've been with me for a long time. Again, they're a destination now. They don't just have holsters. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan and check out their complete line of patriotic shirts. Their American-made tactical gun belt. They have a proprietary talon buckle, too. They even make their own line of bacon jerky that they can't even keep on the shelves. People love it so much. More importantly, We The People holsters are custom molded. You see it right there. That's mine. To fit your exact firearm for a, a safe because it keeps your firearm in there nice and... Uh, Nice and tight, but a quick, smooth draw as well. Safety and a quick, smooth draw. What else you want? What else are you going to get in a holster? It's the best. With thousands of options to choose from, plus a selection of custom printed holsters, you're sure to find just the right fit for your lifestyle. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan right now. Get an additional $10 off with the offer code Dan, my first name. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a full refund. Again, the website, wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. Check them out. You won't regret it. Cool website too. We the people holsters.com slash Dan. All right. Here's the third reason why nobody trusts public officials anymore. A total complete disregard for science at all. Notice in this clip of Scott Gottlieb, another fear porn guy who just can't stop with the fear porn about coronavirus. Not the science, the fear porn. Gottlieb here totally ignores the fact. That kids, the science has pointed to the fact that kids, thank the Lord, and I'm not using his name in vain, are thankfully at a lower risk of catching coronavirus. And when they do, at a lower risk for complications. Not zero risk, but a much lower risk. Ignores this completely while he makes another absurd recommendation. Check this out. I would enter the school year with a degree of caution and keep in place some of these measures and see how it goes, particularly in areas where there's higher prevalence. I wouldn't be withdrawing these things a priori before the school year gets underway, given the fact that we're dealing with a strain that we don't fully understand. This strain is clearly more transmissible. It's going to be harder to control in a school setting, um, and it may be more pathogenic. Kids are getting sick with it. We don't know if they're getting sick at a higher rate or we're just infecting a whole lot of kids right now. I can't think of a business right now that would put 30 unvaccinated people in a confined space without masks and keep them there for the whole day. No business would do that responsibly. And yet that's what we're going to be doing in some schools. So I think we need to enter the school year with a degree of humility and prudence. Oh, my gosh. Here we go again. No business would put people in a 30 people in a room unvaccinated 30 kids in a room. Yeah, they would businesses down in Florida have been doing it for the whole time. We have a place around the corner. I'm not even going to say the name because liberals will try to burn it down because they're angry. We have a place around the corner from my house that caters to kids. It's a kid. I'm not going to say what they do. It's like one of those fun places for kids, like amusement park kind of thing, but it's real. And they've had no problems at all. They've been pretty a okay. Ignores the science altogether. Scott Godley, former government official. What I've been telling you for weeks, it's all about the fear, the fear campaign. The Democrats are enjoying the fear campaign. And why? They're enjoying the fear campaign because a scared population is one eager to forfeit their civil liberties to the government. You've already done it. Not you, my listeners, but a lot of people in the American population who are listening have. You forfeited your right to go to church, to assemble, to open your business. These are all constitutional rights. Well, to open, uh, to assemble, and your precision matters, and your freedom to practice your religion. All been thrown out because they got everybody scared. Here's CNN. Hat tip to producer Guy who figured this one out. CNN admitting it. This is an actual headline, by the way. Harry Enston, CNN. What changes the unvaccinated minds? Fear. We got to scare people again. Keep it, it's not education. 
It's a responsible article. What changes the unvaccinated minds? Maybe educate people about the pros and the cons and let them make their own decisions, right? <clears throat> Fair? No, no. What, what's going to stop? Fear. 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 Well, thanks to people like Rand Paul, we have people finally have had enough of this crap. You know, I told you, the swamp is full of Republicans, the golden rule, who are really Democrats, but no Democrats are really Republicans. Rand Paul is a Republican who's an actual conservative. Here's Rand. Uh, here's a short soundbite from him. Rand saying, they can't come after us all at once, folks. There's power in numbers. This is our country. We should start acting like it. Check this out. It's time for us to resist. They can't arrest all of us. They can't keep all of your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. Although I've got a long list of ones they might keep closed or might ought to keep closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. Nancy Pelosi, you will not arrest or stop me or anyone on my staff from doing our jobs. We have either had COVID, had the vaccine, or been offered the vaccine. We will make our own health choices. We will not show you a passport. We will not wear a mask. We will not be forced into random screenings and testings so you can continue your drunk with power reign over the Capitol. President Biden, we will not accept your agency's mandates or your reported moves towards a lockdown. No one should follow the CDC's anti-science mask mandates. And if you want to shut down federal agencies again, some of which aren't even back to work yet, I will stop every bill coming through the Senate with an amendment to cut their funding if they don't come back to work in person. I encourage you to listen to the whole thing. I did not edit it for any other reason other than we only have an hour or show. It's about two minutes and a half. He kind of doubles down on some of the same points. It's worth every second. Thanks to people like Rand Paul, we have maybe some sanity winning the end of the day. All right, moving on. This is a friend of mine who I was... I'm very grateful for having my back over the weekend and giving me at least the benefit of the doubt until I could clear up the situation with Fox. I opened, I discussed in the opening of the show, you know, you really find out who your friends are when the times get rough. You know, everybody's your buddy. <laughs> you know, when you're buying the drinks, what happens when, uh, you know, everybody goes broke at the same time and you're in a bar? Who are your real friends? Who's the one sporting for a round then? Well, Jen Ellis has always been a friend of me and I always appreciate it. And uh, this story is not about the Fox thing, but a Newsweek article that picked up on Jenna's tweet. Jenna tweeted out this weekend that she agrees with me and Mark Levin. It's time to impeach Biden. Believe it or not, I got a lot of negative feedback on this. A lot. Which is fine. I, again, I, my email's out there. Email's on the website. We, we actually had to hire someone to respond to emails because we're getting so many. And it's important to us to read your stuff and get back to you. We got a lot of negative emails and they were 99% of them. Did you see some of this key on the comments was don't do it. Then we have Kamala. Did you got it too? Okay, good. So it's not just us on email. Cause D is really in charge of the rumble and that, and the comments there. You're right. You're not wrong. We would have Kamala, but let me explain my position and why it matters. Folks, the left figured out a long time ago that the way for us to self-censor and get us to stop doing things, trying to win elections, advocating for free speech, kind of focuses on the beginning of the show, right? The way to do it was to impose real material losses on us, get people fired from their jobs, cancel their reputations so they can't even go to church without people sneering at them anymore. They've imposed real material losses, cancel culture on conservatives. You have uh, Steven Crowder having his account demonetized on YouTube. Ben Shapiro under constant attack by Facebook and others. Oh, he's number one. You don't I have no idea what happens behind the scenes, folks. Believe me, I'm involved in that too. The left figured out a long time ago. Listen to me. I'm going to make this one of my golden rules. Jim, can you take a note on this? I know you listen. Maybe, I don't know if this is golden rule number eight. I don't know. I've lost track. Until we start opposing real material losses on the left, none of this will ever stop. Please tell me you understand that. This will never stop until we impose real material losses on them. Boycotts, loss of position, loss of status, reputational damage, whatever it is. Man, that sounds harsh. It's true. 
whether it's harsh or not is irrelevant. It's true. Maybe not irrelevant, but not relevant to winning this at the end of the day, this fight for freedom. I don't mean unethical costs. I mean real costs. What does that have to do with impeaching Biden? Listen, Joe Biden has an empire behind him right now. However incompetent this man is, and believe me, his incompetence knows almost no reasonable bounds anymore. He has an empire of donors, family members, political sycophants, people he put in, he put in bureaucratic sinecures and everything else. He has a network of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who are counting on Joe Biden to be the president, just like people who supported Trump were hoping he, you know, uh, he was the president this time around. You want to impose real losses on them? Get this guy out. But then, then we'd have Kamala. Yeah, but you don't think Kamala's network of donors would realize that the Republicans finally grew a set and could do it to her too? If she committed some high crime or misdemeanor? Think about it. Think about the damage to President Trump's agenda that the impeachment and the Spygate disaster and all the Mueller probes did to him. They imposed real material losses, forced him to pay lawyers, forced him to take an opportunity cost out of his time, forced significant opportunity costs on him on his time, to be more exact. You think, what, you think, uh, you think the left wanted Mike Pence? They didn't want Mike Pence. They knew, though, that imposing real material losses on a prominent Republican would send a message to everyone else. Why do you think they did it? You think they impeached him because it was a mistake? You think they didn't say to themselves, oh, we'd have Pence? No. The left understands the tactic you need to embrace. That when you start imposing real material losses on people, everyone gets the message. So I appreciate your perspective. Of course, free country, you're free to disagree, but it's time to impeach. He has obstructed justice. There's no doubt about it. It's time to impeach Joe Biden. And all of your members should be on the record for that. Your members, your uh, congressional members. All right, uh, we have time. Let's get this one last one. Here is uh, Pravda Brianna Keeler. She's training hard, folks, to be the uh, super spreader of misinformation. That's what she is, Pravda Brianna. She's been on our watch list for Dopey Media Talking Heads for a long time. Fourth place finisher, almost on the medal stand. Chuck Todd made a big play this week, but she is training hard. Here's Bianca Keeler saying something so ridiculous. I'm surprised the cameraman in the studio didn't laugh as she said it. Here, check this out. There are some in the Republican Party who insist that COVID isn't so bad, certainly not bad enough to have kids wear masks in school, even if they're too young to be vaccinated. But actually, it is bad. They say very bad, a threat, in fact, if it's undocumented immigrants bringing it into the country. And again, no evidence that they're responsible for the COVID surge in U.S. communities. It is the centuries-old trope of demonizing foreign people as diseased. Demonizing foreign people as demonizing. As diseased foreign people, which is really odd, because if you guys see where I'm going to go with this, anyone does anyone have any So they're demonizing we Republicans are demonizing foreign people for being diseased, as if this disease is not real. Number one, and it doesn't affect foreigners at all. Mm. But these are the same crowd, the Priyavda Branakia Brianna Keeler people, who, if Republicans die of coronavirus, actually celebrate it. You, please don't doubt me. I could sit here all day, put Bongino coronavirus, whatever it is, and given my condition with, you know, this cancer and everything, if I die, God forbid, I don't think I want to be traumatic, but I promise you they will celebrate it. So just to be clear, Republicans are demonizing people with a disease, despite we, Brianna Keeler, checked out as we being on the side of the party that literally celebrates every time a Republican gets coronavirus and celebrates even more if they die. <laughs> and then she makes the ridiculous claim that there's no evidence that illegal immigrants are bringing coronavirus into the country. Okay. Oh, here's a Fox News article. Immigrants, uh, images of Migrant Center in Donna, Texas show cramped conditions at border, as border numbers surge. You can look at the piece and see the images of the cramped quarters. None of those people have coronavirus? None? How do, how do you know that, Brianna? 
You've inspected all of you, checked them for correct. You do, so you don't know. So basically, you have no evidence. And you say, Dan, you still haven't presented hard evidence. Pravda Brianna, she really needs some evidence. Okay, here's actual evidence. New York Post article, Samuel Chamberlain, thousands of COVID-positive migrants passing through Texas border city. You know how they know that? They're COVID-positive, Pravda Brianna? Because they took a COVID, COVID test. So again, Brianna doesn't actually know that. Brianna's training hard. She really wants to get on that medal stand. But Brianna represents a liberal ideology that celebrates when anybody dies and is inflicted with coronavirus that doesn't comport with their anti-freedom agenda. And yet, odd, Republicans bring up the fact. Let me say that again. Republicans bring up the fact that illegal immigrants are crossing the border, going to a Texas town, infected with coronavirus. Many, not all, but many of them. And Brianna pretends none of it's happening as they all celebrate you dying from coronavirus if you got caught one time in public without a mask on. Sounds easy. Nice job. <laughs> Perfect timing. We haven't done that in a while. Perfect time. It has more effect when we haven't done it in a while because I actually forgot we had that. Of course, the Soviet national anthem, Pravda Brianna, popped right to attention right there. All right, folks, I got to rock and roll. Thanks for hearing me out today. Again, I promised you in the beginning of the show, you have my word, resolution. I'm working on it right now. <laughs> Hard. It's hard as I can. And uh, I'm going to make sure this is fixed to your satisfaction because you're what matters, the audience. You are what matters. And you're all that matters to me. Thanks for your patience. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.